Welcome to another episode of Do Good, Feel Good. Guess what? This is our first man on the podcast. Do you identify as a man? I sure do. Okay. <laughs> Took a little while, but right now we have, oh, an adventurous dude with a zest for life, family, music, and nature, my good friend, Mike Steverson. What up? Hey, Mike, where are you calling in from? Hello. Beautiful, sunny Southern California, Pasadena. And is that where you're from originally? It certainly is not. Well, how did you make it there? You know, I grew up in the wild and weird state of Florida, as you know. Um, And as wonderful as that experience was, uh, there was something else calling me um, always. Um, I never really felt like Florida was, uh, you know, for me, um, just it's a, it's a different type of place. And I think you might be able to relate to that, um, Mm -hmm. living in DC and, and, um, me living out here and having traveled elsewhere outside of Florida, you realize there's, um, a whole nother word out there. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad because I feel like half of this podcast is actually just like dissing Florida in every episode, but that's okay. Well, it's not hard to do. There's a lot of Instagram and Twitter accounts dedicated to that very thing. So (laughs) that's true. But I did see um, a good thing came out of Florida today. There was like a waitress in Orlando who um, helped. She could tell that a child was getting abused. So she wrote like a note to the child. That's like, are, do you need help? And the child said, yes. And I don't know. She like reported it or something. So that was a nice thing that happened in Florida. That is a good thing. Yeah. Way to go, waitress lady. Nice job. Shout out to Florida woman. Um, so <laughs> Mike is going to talk to us today about spending time in nature and like breaking away from the nine to five or. Yeah. Um, so when I came out here from Florida, my goal was to be in school um, for something. <laughs> wasn't sure what that was. I just uh, wanted to get back in school. Um, and I was like, I think 25 or 26 when I moved out here. Um, and I decided to go back to school for biology, ecology, um, because that was sort of what I was getting into at the time. And I've always had a, a, a deep appreciation for the outdoors and nature and science, right? And that the idea that science is this ultimate truth. Um, and it's sort of like this thing that, you know, as you probably remember, I was raised very religious. So this idea of this ultimate truth out there was very um, appealing to me. And so I always sought after that. And so when I decided to go back to school, that's something that made sense for me. So I was doing that for a little while. Um, and, you know, bartending, going to school, trying to figure shit out like all of us do. And I came across this thing called mastery and transformational training. Um, And it's sort of, you know, I I had been doing a lot of introspective thought, soul searching, you know, sort of just let's, let's do better. um, This sort of energy that I was cultivating in my life at at that point. And this just sort of poured, you know, diesel fuel on, on what I was already doing and really brought me up to another level. And, sort of just 
you know, lent itself as this enormous mirror for me to look at myself and, and, and just go deeper. And, and, you know, really the number one lesson that it taught me was to really just, you know, have this sort of uh, responsibility and discipline to like uphold the knowledge that I have in my life as truth, you know, and to stop being, um, you know, lazy, time to grow up, right? Really. And I think one of the big things that sort of, um, you know, from the other end of the spectrum, uh, sort of supported that was the fact that I was having a kid, you know, and you've met Rhea, she's an amazing little, little girl. And she, you know, the idea that she was coming, like, sort of gave me this, all right, well, now it's definitely fucking time. <laughs> you know, so that, that all these things sort of came together at a good time for me. And, you know, um, so, you know, I learned not to say no to opportunity. And in that spirit, I met uh, this woman, this amazing woman named Gaddy, who's my business partner now, um, who was running a tax company. And I was very interested and I wanted to ask questions. So I did. We went on a hike. I asked a bunch of questions and I saw room for improvement in what she was doing. And I saw an opportunity for myself to go and get the life of my dreams, right? Because like like her, me and her are very uh, outdoor oriented and very, we want to go on trips, want to travel. And that's what she does. And I see her doing that. And I'm like, how do you, how are you able to go on all these awesome adventures? And don't you have to work, <laughs> you know? And, and so I, uh, I found out what she did and how she does it and everything. And she, you know, makes all her money during tax season and then, you know, goes wherever she wants, right? She did the El Camino trail in Spain, like a 500 mile trail. Like how cool is that? Um, I want to do stuff like that, you know? So that's sort of what inspired me to, to, you know, expand her business and sort of uh, open, I have my own uh, tax office here in Pasadena. And, um, you know, at first I didn't have the money to start it up. So I had a CPR business going, which is a little room behind me here. Um, so I used that to started that business to fund the tax business. And now we're rocking and rolling. And yeah, I mean, I make, make most of my money in the first, you know, few months of the year. And then I travel and go on adventures and do things I love and, you know, start to like dive into music or dive into, you know, these leadership training courses and work with kids and ropes coursework and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I mean, that's a sort of in a nutshell, how I got to where I'm at and what my job is, <laughs> my unique okay. job as you, as you put it. <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of questions that I wanted to ask from that. So I'm just going to spin Dude. them out. So what was the organization called again? Or the training, the leadership training? MITT, which stands for Mastery and Transformational Training. I think they okay. have locations all across the country. Sounds like if you just hear it, it sounds kind of bogus, but I know that it's not because I've seen. Totally. So when I knew Mike, for everyone listening, we knew each other in middle school and then high school and college. And we were like, I just feel we obviously all did a lot of growing. You were a completely different person than the kid I knew back then. Like we That's did our fair share of parties. And now Mike is, you're just like a very inspirational person. And it seems like oh, you, you have your head on straight, but like, you still know how to have fun. I think that's like a big priority for you. You kind of just like alluded to this, but like with me, I've been working 80 plus hours a week, but, and I still feel like that thrive. Like, I feel like it's pushing me because I like having power, but it seems like you're thriving when you're able to like actually take time for yourself and nature and decompress and not be like working your fingers or brain to the grind. Well, I mean, every, everyone, I think, has their own sort of work-life balance, right? And yeah. That looks different for me than it does for you and as for everyone else as well. So, you know, 
but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely value that. I'd like to have balance in my life and everything, and especially that. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. And I like one day I want to, I want to at least live like two years like that and hopefully have the financial ability to do that. But, um, Okay, so master something in transformation. Mastery and transformational training. Yeah, it's it's sort of like you know. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Landmark and uh, what's that? What's the what's the guy? What's the the guy's name? The Robbins or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins. There you go. Like it's it's in that vein where it's all about you know looking inward and sort of trying to grow and it's a leadership based course, but it but it's found it's founded in like a, or, or or rooted in sort of. A, you know, the self and really yeah. going inward to be able to be that best um, person. And, you know, the, unlike that, this is sort of more the grassroots side of, of that. This is sort of the, uh, let's get together and really support each other in doing that. It's not go to a seminar, right? It's, it's let's live it. Yeah. And so um, there's, it's, it's very experiential. Like it's, it'd be the difference between reading a recipe about making an apple pie or tasting the freaking pie, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And then you can, you know, like you can't tell how it tastes by just reading the recipe, but if you just tasted it, it's a lot, it's a lot better, right? It's a lot more effective. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's the biggest difference for me. And it's just a sort of grassroots kind of a transformation where everyone just gets together and, you know, supports each other in living transformation instead of just talking about it, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> and how many people were in your class or training cohort? So there's, there's, there's three sort of, there's three sort of levels. There's like, they call it basic advanced and um, LP, which is a legacy program. So the basic is like five days, the advanced is like five days, and there's like 200, then 100. And then the legacy, we had like, I think we started with 40, ended with 30, something like that. The legacy part's uh, a three-month process where you sort of have weekly meetings and you have coaching calls and you have, uh, um, the weekly meetings are really fun. We did a lot of cool, cool stuff. I missed those actually. Um, but, you know, I, I'm still very close with all these people and we went through, a lot together and, and, it, and it really sort of um, supported me in like growing and ha being reflected upon how I show up to people and, and seeing where my weak areas were and my blind spots were and being able to, you know, course correct and also um, just developing those sort of habits to, to, um, of growth in my life, right? Like, like having someone there to hold me accountable for three months and then when I don't have it there, um, thinking, oh, what would that person say? Or like, what would, what would this look like if I was sitting at a decision point and I could look and say, does this support me where I'm going or does this not, you know, and make decisions like that and have the patience or the, the, the slow approach towards, um, you know, being able to consciously um, guide myself wherever I want to go. <laughs> I feel like people can get a lot more out of this, this episode than just about nature. Um, so sure. for, were all the people in your cohort, I don't know what, in the legacy group program, program um, they, everyone came from a different background. So like, yeah, right. I and mean, I, all different age groups, religions, professions, absolutely. Yeah. And every month there's one, right. And so after I graduated, you realize how involved the, uh, the previous and current groups are with your group. And it's sort of this big community that you tap into and professionally I've tapped into that not even people from my own uh, LP it's from people from all over the country all over the world um, and I've all everyone that I work with it comes except for maybe one person comes from um, like recommendations through that network or um, relationships through that network and it's, it's definitely been very supportive in my life uh, professionally and personally 
Um, that's there's no doubt. Yeah, I really want to sign up for something like this when we can do more stuff in person because you mentioned yeah, this is like I, a big this is like a big plug for MITT here. <laughs> yeah, by the way, this episode is sponsored by MITT. Send them my you can get a discount by typing do good feel good at checkout when you sign up for your legacy program. So let's tie it back to nature. So how how does this fit into nature and like how can nature be a bigger leader? Just what are all of your thoughts? Well, for, for everyone, I mean that can be different, right? For me, like you know, like I said earlier, I touched on it. I, you know, I have two paintings in my house. One's of Richard Dawkins and one's of uh, Charles Darwin. And those are two, you know, fundamental people in, in my life. And they sort of learning about their work um, sort of led me away from religion and, and more towards like this absolute truth in life and, and, and more towards seeking a, a different understanding of the, of the world and, and how it works and our place in it and all these things. Right. And so what they speak and in, in, in their research shows is it's all nature. It's all laws of nature. It's all based on, you know, fundamental building blocks of nature and how it all works. And to me, there's so many beautiful lessons you can learn from that. And it sort of releases this fear and guilt um, that you carry around with any types of religion or, or, you know, I mean, and I'm, you know, loosely alluding to Christianity as it being the, the main, you know, sort of system that's in place in across America, at least. And, and so, you know, Christianity is the one that we sort of relate with the most, at least here in America, right? But it, it's, you know, it can be anything, right? But but there's there's freedom, I think, in letting go of that. Um, and nature has taught me a lot of lessons. You know, for instance, I I uh, I used to I would did some ropes course work with these kids and at a camp here, and we would, you know, do bows and arrows and make soap and rope out of yucca and do all kind of fun stuff in the wilderness. And it was a fun day for them. But one of my favorite parts was just going on the hike and like getting them to like really like we would get to the top and we would all just sit there. We would have quiet time for, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. And, and then we would chat and like talk about what we were looking at and what are we seeing and what do we not see? Um, and one of the things that you don't see uh, here in California, um, you don't see water everywhere, right? Which is a, a, a stark contrast to where I'm from, right? In Florida, right? It's freaking everywhere, but out here you don't see it, right? And so I would talk to these kids about how this local ecology or the, the local ecosystems and the local flora and fauna have, have grown to ad and adapted and evolved to um, be sustainable in this area, in this desert-like climate. And, you know, it, they rely on where most places rely on, or, or most plants and, and things rely on water to sort of decompose and um, go back to the earth to support new growth. Uh, in this area, it's fire, right? But when these kids and a lot of people here, when we focus or, or, or when we, you know, when we see stuff on the, on the, on the or here on the radio, look, look on the TV and see wildfire, crazy fires in California, right? It's always bad. It's never, you never see the positive side of it, right? It's always houses burning down. Look, houses burning down, of course, is bad, right? I'm not saying it's not, but, you know, there, the, the, the lesson here is that there's, right, there's, there's always something good to be taken out of it. And I would always try and reflect that on the kids, like, when you see it on TV, I know it seems bad, but when you think about it, all these plants are now able to, to go back to the earth to, to create new growth so that the, the animals and the plants and everything that, that lives in this region can continue li uh, living and the cycle of life continues. Um, and that's something that gets disregarded, like certainly in the news and stuff, but, and, and not that it, that it should be front and center or anything. I'm just saying that, you know, it's a, it's a reminder for us to look at you know, things that might seem bad in our life that seem sort of overwhelming or, 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 you know, unapproachable 
art. And there's in fact always some positive, good little nugget you can take out of it. And there's always some silver lining or something you can use in the future. And uh, so, you know, nature can teach us a lot of lessons in that way. Um, it does me uh, when you just, you know, spend some time, you know, watching it, observing it, learning about it, and then sitting in it, I think is another really cool way to just kind of take it all in and, and see what it brings up for you. Right. So I think that was what, you know, I, I put in the challenge was to sit in nature for an hour and, you know, really just be with yourself, be with your own thoughts. Yeah, you did mention that. You said no phone musical. You can bring a musical instrument and you'll get bonus points for bringing your own hammock. Bonus points for the hammock. Yeah, it's one thing to walk through nature, but it's another to sit there and take it in. Well, we were yeah. not supposed to jump to the challenge yet, but that's fine. Everyone, no, now you have more time to prepare. You can start Googling some hammocks while I'm continuing to ask Mike questions. <laughs> um, for Okay, so I did visit Mike over the summer when I was on my road trip. Um, and we went on a hike with his daughter, Rhea, and I just wanted to bring this up because all of you people with kids out there, um, like obviously sometimes you need to just put an iPad in their hands or like set them in front of a TV so that they can kind of, you can chill out some yourself. Um, but I think it's cool, like that you're taking her on all these experiences that she's not even going to remember, or maybe she will, like some deep part of her might remember, but you're just like experiencing this with her. So it's good for you. Um, but it's also like really good for her. Cause I've never seen a kid like so adventurous, uh, and like brave, like she would run up. It was like a really tiny hill with rocks. Mm -hmm that seemed dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really big for her. And she was like running up and down. Like she, I don't like she's not, how old is she? She turns two in like a little under three weeks. Yeah. So she's like less than two, but she's like trying to like climb these like mountains to her barefoot. And Mike was like, not very concerned because you're used to like seeing her exploring and being in nature. But I was like, Oh my God, like trying to like follow her and make sure she didn't fall or anything. Um, I'm not saying Mike is a bad parent because he wasn't protecting her. I'm saying because he's like, <laughs> she, he's used to seeing her in this element. And I think it's just like a cool way for a kid to learn. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, and, and even if she doesn't remember these individual trips or something, this is going to be something that we do on a regular basis, you know, and yeah. so it's just going to be a part of her life. Just like being in nature, experiencing the beauty of it and, and, you know, sort of not being afraid to take your shoes off and walk on the dirt, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and to just like, you know, we were at a, we put up a hammock at a really cool spot in Malibu overlooking the ocean and, you know, just hiked up, you know, through the, through the mountains. And it's like, it's beautiful, right? That's, that's, you know, you can get, especially in LA, you can get stuck in the city so easily. There's, you know, so much to do. And coronavirus has luckily forced a lot of people to, you know, especially here in LA with everything being locked down, force a lot of people out in the trails. Trust mm -hmm. me, I've seen the traffic go, go up. <laughs> um, so I've had to sort of schedule my hikes on the downtimes, but, you know, she, she definitely, really enjoys being out in nature and you know I have that that big hiking backpack that you saw that she rides like a little princess in with a little sunshade and everything and yeah um you know hopefully you know she'll she'll be able to start hiking her own soon at least for you know little bits at a time mm -hmm. but uh but yeah I, I I love that I'm able to take her on all these adventures with me and you also like take her on legit camping trips right like back country like deep woods yeah. camping and she's like sleeping in a tent and she's probably she doesn't like know that she's not like in the safety of her home anymore. 
but yeah, maybe she, like she just thinks it's awesome. Yeah, I think kid like it's probably I don't know like I didn't experience anything like that until I was like eight in an Indian princesses, which is like a whole nother story. Um, but so it's like she's probably like developing parts of her brain that most kids don't. That's what yeah, I'm that saying. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I I think that's very plausible. But you know, I think it's it's really cool because seeing like um you know when she's home she can get a little fussy she wants to watch coco mallet on tv <laughs> she wants to you know play with all these electronics but and she can be a little fussy and jump from one thing to another but to see like just how content she is just to be outside and play with dirt and like these yeah. things that that are just th these natural elements and she does she does there's aren't those times when she gets she's more at peace it seems like and, and that's how that's how i i feel when i'm out there as well and and i think it's a it's important to to feel that even if you're not conscious of what it is <laughs> i agree you know? and there's just like so much more around you in nature for you to like take in like everyone is so used to seeing like these same form walls or whatever in their house so i like your challenge okay so for people that live like not near a forest or anything is it acceptable to just like go to a park or like what would you suggest of course i mean any anywhere where you know I like to take the human element out of it, the other humans out of it as much as yeah. I can, just because I'll get stuck people watching or doing these things like, you know, but whatever that means to you, whatever, wherever nature, wherever that, you know, cause if you live in New York city, right. Maybe just go to central park, right. Or maybe go out to the water and sit on, on a ledge or something, you know, wherever, whatever that is. And so that's, that's a big reason why I include the music because sometimes you can put on music and escape no matter where you're at. And so if you have a good view or a good perched up spot or somewhere where you can, you know, hear the birds or see some trees or feel the grass or, you know, anything like that, just, and really, you know, go inward and, and just be with yourself for a little bit, see what comes up. Nothing, no, no, uh, no real, if you want to set an intention for it, of course, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes just seeing what, what happens and what flows is that for me. I like that. When I was in, um, on my road trip, I would like recognize when I was on a hike, I was already planning things like that I would do after and like, what, what was I going to eat? And like thinking about the next week. Um, so to stay like mindful and present, I would like, and I told you this already, but the people back home don't know, I would like touch a tree and like, think about like all the life that it has supplied. And it really forced me to like stay focused. Cause I would like think about something else for each tree and like, imagine this tree had been around for like 500 years and somehow survived yeah. all of these natural disasters. So that helped me. Uh, but it's also good to go in nature and just like process the things that you need to think through. So like, you don't have to be in like a weird blissed out state. Like, like you could just do yeah, whatever no, you totally. want. Yeah, right. I mean, or, you know, look at a rock or take a leaf and study it or like all those things, they help you really connect, right? Like you're saying with, with nature and the story of, you know, trees that have been there for so long. You're like, oh, what did that used to look like 500 years ago? What did that look like 250 years ago, 100 years ago and up till now? And like, damn, this tree has been through a lot of shit, Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's still, it's still strong. It's still good. You know, like, so yeah, I think that's, that's a really good, a really good point to, to sort of, you know, if you feel yourself getting distracted, grab onto anything in nature and sort of connect to it. Yeah. I don't want to like keep saying more ideas since this is your time to shine. But like another thing that I was thinking about is like all of these trees, like all the shit that people do, like all like 
through like slavery and the civil rights movement and then every all of the systemic racism that's always been here like all of these events that like society hurts all together like the trees are just still there like they're not judging anyone and they're just like well I'm just gonna chill out over here like I'm still gonna be here like y'all are rioting at the capitol I'm just maybe that's why maybe that's why nature gives you so many peace because you just go out in nature and you just don't feel judged you don't feel like someone's watching you you don't feel like you just feel like you can be yourself, be free, be be whatever you want, right? There's no, there, there's no judgment. There's no um, watchful eyes. It's, it's just you, and those yeah. and those trees that have seen it everything. <laughs> trees <laughs> all right. see it all. Yeah, guys, trees see it all. This is <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I like it. I'm gonna do it. Um, I'm probably not gonna be able to get out to a forest just because I don't have a car and next week's my big conference, but I will walk around <laughs> for a hour. Sometimes it's it's hard to not listen to music. Like I don't I don't yeah. play an instrument. So Yeah, and that's that's why I was saying, like I, I sometimes I don't I mean I don't bring my guitar on, on hikes all the time, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Um, I live in the foothills, so I can just easily go up to a little park in the in the woods and, and have my guitar. But you know, I, I I'll, I'll bring my ear my AirPods, right, and I'll sit out there. And sometimes music helps me connect, right? Mm-hmm. So I can be distracted by all kind of things, especially if you're going to be in a city where you're not able to have those sounds go away. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still hear cars and stuff. The music definitely helps. Okay, sweet, sweet. So music is allowed. So y'all go into nature and take pictures and. Oh, you can't take pictures when you're back. <laughs> when you enter your car, just take a picture and tag to good feel good saying we did it. We did it. Like before, or after you get back, but not during. <laughs> um, okay, Mike, can people follow you? Wait, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you about? No, or any I mean, words you want to say to the people? No, I thought it was. A, a fun conversation and I think that there's um oh shit I mean we could talk about this kind of stuff all day right I mean we could go down many different rabbit holes but but no I mean I think there's there's beauty in everything and and with the the, the state of the world you know look I feel a lot better after this past um election and, and having Biden at the helm and I think but I think previously to that there was a lot of anxiety and especially with coronavirus and everything and I think you can finally start to feel it sort of um simmering down yeah which knock is on nice. wood. yeah I so agree. um i think it's, it's it's cool that that we're we're turning the corner on that and then this coronavirus and everything and it's always good to just stay positive and, and stay you know optimistic i totally agree i really do feel like it's like already a different atmosphere here in dc like people are smiling people are just like honestly everything just feels happier like even the Capitol Weather Gang, they'll be like, it's gonna be really cold this weekend, but that's fine. <laughs> like, this is GC, enjoy it outside. Like, and back in the day, they'd be like, another very gray weekend here and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so like, uh, times are looking up, y'all. And now you can oh, spend yeah. time in nature. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Do you have to, do you want to plug anything? No, I mean, if you, if you guys want to get your taxes done, I have an app, I can do them from anywhere. Maybe my mom will go to you to get her taxes done because she's like, it takes me all day. And I'm like, why? Bring it on, mama. Okay, I'm going to send my mom your way. So you'll do taxes for anyone around the country, not just California? Yeah, I have an app. It's real easy. She's not going to trust an app. What? 
for all you do-gooder, feel-gooders. Oh, do they get a discount? Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. Or do I get commission? Don't worry about giving them a discount. Give me commission. (laughs) (laughs) What about both? We could do both. Okay. I don't want to make you feel guilty now that I have you like on the mic into giving us the discount, but what would it be? Say we did do it. Uh, Let's say I'm going to keep the same offer that I'm I'm putting out there for new clients. Any new clients get $50 off their first year. Actually, you can only get this exclusive $50 off discount by telling Mike that it was from Do Good, Feel Good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's that's what I meant to say. Okay, Correct. cool. So when they sign up, they just tell you? <laughs> yeah, so um, I can, uh, so you go to pacifictaxpros.com, you can I'll book and everything through there. And once you book through there, you can just send me a, a message right there. You can, you'll get an automated text message. You can just respond to it with hashtag do good, feel good, and, and you'll get the discount. Okay, glad we set this up. Um, this is my first official <laughs> sponsorship besides MITT. <laughs> yeah, they got a good one. Okay, sweet. Well, this is all yeah, I have. Plug was better than mine. I know. <laughs> well, maybe I'll cut that out. No, I don't do that. Leave it in there. They're good. Okay, I'll leave it They're in. Cool I'm going to cut out <laughs> some of my rambles, though. Okay. I think this was good. I'm going to try to like, I'm, I'm going to probably cut this out. All right. Bye everyone. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. This is a fabulous episode. I'm so glad we had our first dude on for the new season. I'm stoked. Thanks for having me. Bye. Okay.